going on, everybody? How's it going? We're back. We are. You know, I feel like I say that every fucking time we start this show. I always ask how it's going, so I need to switch it up. Yeah. Why break precedent? Uh, another episode of Burnt Offerings. Yes, yes. And it uh, should be a good one because I really like the uh, movie that we chose for this one. I fucking love this movie. Yeah. Um, it's a good one, and it's... Uh, it's a little out of my realm. Yeah. But, you know, I uh, I enjoyed it, and uh, I can't wait to talk about it, man. My uh, One of my main goals with this doing this podcast is to get you to watch more movies that you would not normally watch. Yeah, and you are succeeding. <laughs> because in the past two months, I've gotten some movies under my belt. So... See, there's nothing wrong with, like, 80 slashers. Obviously, I love those things myself, but yeah. there's also awesome fucking movies that are not 80 slashes. True story. And, you know, like, the movie we're going to be talking about on this episode and a lot of the ones we talked on the about on the previous episodes, I've seen floating around on tape trading groups, and I, I've known of the movies. I just never actually sat down and watched them. And if I did, I was shithouse drunk or something and don't really remember so you know watching these movies sober is kind of a fucking new experience man (laughs) (laughs) fucking a man um oh yeah but uh let's kick this off with a bang um we are going to i'm gonna just hop into it we're gonna we're we're hopping into we're gonna play a fister song on the new album Okay. The newest album, which we wanted to do when it, before it came out. Yeah, we wanted to try like premiering one of the tracks. Right. The record label was uh, put a kibosh to that. Yeah, it wasn't having it. So, I mean, now the album's been out. Um, this was the, you know, we're going to do the first song that they debuted off of this, off of the album. And, uh, so stay tuned after the episode to hear a new Fister track. You were excited about that because you jumped right into it. Yeah, no, I want to make sure in the very beginning of this episode that people know that once this is done, they're going to have their fucking ears crushed in by this fucking Fister track. So there's that. Um, what have you been up to, man? Dude, I haven't been doing actually shit. Uh, my life's kind of becoming a bore. We need to change that. I know. I've basically just been working and um, taming this fucking overgrown piece of shit yard I got. Yeah, you got a lot of it. You got a lot of yard. And with all the rain we have and the fucking, uh, my like bigger lawnmower took a shit. So now I'm working with the tiny lawnmower. So what took me like an hour and a half tops is now taking me like about four hours to mow. I couldn't do it, man. Plus, I was like probably three years behind schedule on doing all the trimming for the trees that i have because i got some weird ass fucking trees that are they're old as fuck but the way the branches grow because i've seen trees like this before like this is how they're supposed to all of them grow the branches will grow up and out and then start bending curving down and growing into the towards the ground true right and when they if you just let them go they'll eventually hit the ground and come back up and they look kind of cool but i can't have that (laughs) right because we don't have like my, it's not like I have a big ass field where I can just let this tree do its thing. So I'm probably like three or four years behind schedule on trimming it. So I spent one day doing like five or six hours of doing that, and then like four hours of mowing the lawn. 
Oh, man. It's time for a cold one, then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened yesterday. I was supposed to go to that uh, the fucking uh, Shit Life Squalid, J-Pouch, uh, and Head Eruption show. No fucking Head Eruption, man. Yeah, and I, I, as soon as I got done, Fuck. I sat down for like two minutes. The next thing I know, I woke up. Yeah, <laughs> I have got to see Head Eruption. I have to. Yeah. They're fucking amazing. Yeah, that tape is so good, dude. Great live. Yeah, that's what you were telling me. Yeah. Um, I missed that show, too, uh, last night, but uh, I'm sure we'll see him in the future. Yeah. We've just seen Shit Life, and we've seen J Pouch, and I've never seen Squalid, but. I haven't either, actually. Yeah, so that, you know. But they play quite often, so. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, they're actually just uh, them and J Pouch are heading out on the road. That was the torque. I think I wanted to say it was the torque kickoff. Oh really? Okay. Tonight, I think tonight they're down in Lima. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I think I seen a flyer on yeah. Instagram or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, one cool thing that uh, happened since our last episode was uh, we went to the Tigers game, the Detroit Tigers game. It's a baseball team here in uh, Detroit. <laughs> are you seriously explaining who the Tigers are? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Sorry to say, but the way they've been playing, I'm sure people are surprised that we have official uniforms here. <laughs> They're a baseball team. Baseball is this game where you play with this ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and uh, Jared watched uh, some people throw balls at bats <laughs> at a park. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what a park is, <laughs> yeah, no, we ate some sunflower seeds and uh, we we had a beer and that was cool. Uh, anybody that knows me knows that I love baseball and uh, it was cool to have you there, man. Because I, I kept I've been telling you for years we're gonna hit a ball game and it finally happened. And thank you, Morgan, my girlfriend, for setting up this cool surprise. You know, um, yeah. We, meeting at the at the ballpark that was that was really nice that was really cool man i was i was wondering if the cat was going to get out the bag that i was going to be there or not i you know i invited you yeah i know and i invited my mom and she's like no you're not inviting anybody it's your birthday present i'm taking you I, she didn't tell me you know that you were going to be there so i was just trying to send out an invite to be nice but we uh yeah we went and seen the tigers and the blue jays and that was pretty cool and then we we grabbed some pizza afterwards and it was a nice uh, birthday surprise so thank you for that both of you guys uh that was cool um but uh what have you been listening to anything uh but jamming a few things okay cool work i've kind of haven't been listening to anything at work because work's been kind of hectic lately oh gotcha and I find it hard to multitask like I have to uh, when I have music going. <laughs> kind of hard to respond to emails where I got to like get technical with shit when I got shit blaring in my ears. Yeah, true story. <laughs> um, been uh, jamming uh, Sabat, the Evoke album. Okay. Which uh, I've played Sabat for you before. Right? Yeah, I love Sabat, dude. Like a Japanese, basically like black metal. Yeah. Super grim, dude. Yeah, but not like not like you would think of like Norwegian black metal. No, it doesn't it's have kinda, that feel to it, right? Which is why I like it. Yeah. Um, a lot of broken bones. Yeah, you've showed me those guys too, and I know Johnny from Sakuzu is really into those guys too, right? Yeah, yeah. I jam with those guys a lot. Um, just basically just a whole collection of all their albums. Okay. Um. And for those of you, anybody doesn't know uh, Broken Bones, honestly, just check out 
decapitated by them because I think everybody's probably going to like that. If you like any type of punk, I think that's probably uh, you just need to like that song. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Um, and then oddly enough, this is like a weird one. I just had the CD in my car, so I put it in. Uh, this band, I think they're originally from Boston, uh, called Bones Brigade. It's basically like a skate thrash, like high tempo punk. Okay. I kind of dig them. Uh, basically, all their songs are about fucking skateboarding. They got one song called like about a zombie attack, which I feel like they kind of get a pass on because that song was written before the whole like zombies are cool thing. Oh, gotcha. Right. It's as like corny as that song is. I kind of get a fucking pass for it. Right. <laughs> but I've been jamming those guys too. Cool. Uh, I think that's for the most part. That's all I've been fucking really listening to. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a nice triple header there. Uh, right. You showed me all those bands. I have heard Bones Brigade before. Oh, I showed you those yeah. Guys? yeah. It's it's all familiar. Um, me, super stoked, man. The Fistula Hemdale split came out. I have not checked that out yet. It's really good. Uh, the Fistula side uh, is a song called Horror Cancer. It's fucking, it's a hodgepodge of all kinds of just cool stuff, man. There's some fast, there's some slow, there's some heavy, there's some just grimy fucking good shit from Ohio. And Hemdale. We, you know, most people know who Hemdale is. Yeah. So, um, their side's really good too. Uh, I kind of dipped back a little bit to my teenage years and, uh, spun carcass, uh, heartwork. Oh, damn. Yeah. Fucking some old carcass, but to some people it would be considered newer carcass because it wasn't their golden era, but, um, jam that. And, uh, I, I just want to emphasize coffins. <laughs> Holy fuck! I've been listening to Coffins, and dude, they, they've never put out any any bad material. Like everything yeah. they've ever done is just great. Mm-hmm. It's just crushing death doom from Japan that just fucking grabs you by the balls and just crushes you, dude. And uh, all their splits, they they got endless splits that they've done, endless records that they've done, and they've been around forever since the '90s. But uh, the my favorite is the the Nooth Grush coffin split it's, okay. re- it's really fucking good man been jamming that uh napalm death utopia banished jam that the other day razor old school thrash band from the 80s shotgun justice no violent oh. restitution okay yeah yeah with the chainsaw on the front mm-hmm. yeah i jammed that and uh kirby who we had on the show from girth uh recommended a band called splatterhouse you be jamming those guys yeah fuck yeah man oh, yeah. Uh, they have an album called uh the house the dead built and um that shit that shit rips dude it's really good so i've been jamming them and uh finally uh vulture the latest vulture um album the guillotine it's really fucking good i think that i like the ep a little bit better i don't know maybe this one has to grow on me a little bit but there's more songs on it obviously it's longer and it's a little more epic Whereas the other one was like super raw and super fucking like lo-fi and yeah, you know, so yeah, that's what I've been jamming. So, um, how about, have you been watching anything or, um, yeah, kind of, uh, I know I saw, I said I've watched these movies last episode, but I ended up rewatching them, uh, zombie three and four. Okay. Uh, just kind of want to get another feel for it and fucking zombie four. Dig the movie. Uh, I don't know why it throws me off the fucking like the scenes with like the magic fucking like CGI because he's like a fucking 
But I almost said magician. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a magician. He's not pulling rabbits out of hats. Right. Uh, he's like a fucking like black magic sorcery guy. But it's like they fucking did these like CGI like spell things and fucking I lose it every goddamn time. But uh, rewatch both of those movies. They're fucking both great. Zombie Three is still that fucking movie's awesome. It's one of my favorite zombie movies ever made. That movie's fucking great. Honestly, it is. Fucking Fulci said like one of the things he's proud more, most proud about of that movie is the the scene he came up with with the head flying out of the freezer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> he great. said that's what he's most proud of the whole movie. Yeah, which really he's only that was like he, he uh, had a stroke I think. Yeah, and he had to leave the production, so they brought somebody else in, and um, they cut down his material down to like forty minutes or some shit like that, fifty minutes. So maybe he's had like half the movie right yeah they spliced in the rest with a different yeah with someone different different director mm-hmm. um what else D- just because i watch this fucking movie anytime it comes on beetlejuice for like the 80th time this year cool absolutely because <laughs> it's like every fucking channel seems to be playing it yeah and if it's I it's got- uh the anniversary is it really? 88, 2018. Yeah. Did not realize that. Yeah. 30 years, nice. man. Yep. All right. That makes sense then. I think we talked about doing an episode on that. Yeah. I, I think we, I think we're, I think we should. Let's fucking switch gears a little bit. Yeah. On that. There's so much, there's actually a lot of shit you could touch on in that movie. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Um, anything Tim Burton is fucking gold, you know? And, uh, I wouldn't say anything, but he's got a lot. His, well, his good shit is really good. Yeah. You know. Um, but that's cool. Beetlejuice fucking... Dude, I'll watch that movie for, till the end of time. I love it. I, yeah, I really too. like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, not movie related, but seems to be everybody's fucking buzzing about him. I watched the Halloween and Suspiria trailers. Okay. Thoughts. Thoughts on that. Uh, my thoughts on the Halloween one is... They can't do any worse than has already been done to that franchise. Okay. So it it looks like a fucking Halloween trailer. And as I've said to uh, Brian, one of the half of the team of Miserable Crit Podcast. Yeah. Even shitty movies have good trailers. So (laughs) you can't really say this movie's going to be good just because they have a good trailer. Yeah. I agree. They did a good job at conveying the feel. Some things I'm still kind of like, uh, about. But, while I watch it, I'll probably watch it, but I'm not going to, like, rush to the theater on fucking midnight viewing to see it. No. I'll, I'm I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to go see it. But it's not going to be, like, opening night, beating crowds, yeah fucking etc you know but I, i'm eventually gonna hit a theater and and go see it just because i never go to the theater and it'd be a nice change to take the girlfriend to she's really excited about it and i seen the trailer and it didn't bother me i thought it was pretty cool you know um but you know i have to agree with you that <laughs> this franchise not much worse can happen to it so yeah. we're at we're at a point now to where it's like, where does it go from here? And I'm kind of curious as to see how it's going to be made and where it goes from here. You know, dude. What's funny is, um, 
Halloween franchise had a bunch of like towards the end shit fucking movies. Yes. Uh, Nightmare on uh, shit Friday Thirteenth. Yes. Pretty much the same thing. True story. After eight, all downhill from there. Yeah. At least I know me and you kind of pretty much agree. Always. We Once always New have. Line grabbed that movie, that fucking just, they flushed it down the drain. Once Dimension got a hold of fucking, didn't Dimension get a hold of Halloween? I think so. Didn't Dimension do six? Yeah. I think they did. Uh, the Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of have, like, both those franchises have, like, some shit fucking movies. So it's almost like, well, whatever they fucking put out. Oddly enough, Nightmare on Elm Street never got that bad. No. Until the remake. Yeah, the remake. Yeah, I mean, yeah, actually, I think that's... <laughs> that's worse than That all is the them. worst remake. That's the worst of all time. So they had the worst remake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, up until that point... They weren't. That, it wasn't that bad. No, kinda, like, like kind of white character. Yeah. Well, New Nightmare was good. Yeah, it was. I like New Nightmare. Me too. Freddy's <clears> Dead <throat> is the only one that I'm like uh, about. But even watching it now, yeah, they kind of amped up the humor, the and humor, and just the off the wallness of Freddy. That just got amped up with every fucking past like part sequel. Four. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't anything like super bad. It kind of fit. Mm-hmm. But all the other ones it was like just fucking cash grab just shit yeah and i don't know where i was going with that no i just <laughs> but, but I, th- I think it's funny that the out of the three that uh nightmare on elm street or friday 13th and halloween just towards the end of their th- it was a span before the remakes they fucking shit movies anyway yeah so it was like what else could be fucking done right and they're still fucking around with the friday the 13th well they i had hope paramount had it back <clears throat> And I had hope, even though they were like, whoa, our original plan was a found footage movie. Mm-hmm. Still had hopes. I'm like, you're not fucking going to do that because they finally actually started listening to what people were saying, like fan-wise. And they're like, we're not going to do that. Then they were just going to do an old like throwback style at the camp again. Yeah. Well, now they, they don't have the rights anymore. Yeah, see, they don't know what the fuck is going on. Fucking so. New Line Cinema has the rights again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so Great. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. I, fucking news to me. Last I heard, <laughs> fucking Paramount had the rights. Yeah, and it was supposed to be out three years ago. <clears throat> yeah. They were like, it's going to be out this Friday the 13th. Yeah. And I was like, oh, nope, next one. <laughs> then they were going to do 3D. Then they were going to do fucking found footage. And, yeah. But they, to get back on track, the, the Halloween trailer did not bother me at all. Yeah. It didn't. And I will go see the movie. I have not seen the Suspiria one, though. Okay, the Suspiria one. <laughs> This is how that's going. Yeah. Um, you know, like the bright colors and like just the very fucking dreamlike feel that they gave the look for the original. It's legendary. It's not fucking there anymore. That's gone. That's, that's out the window. That's the selling point for me, man. You got to have that in there. <laughs> this fucking, it looks very like unsaturated colors, uh, like grays and browns. Like. That's just kind of the look it has. It, it basically feels like a Von Trier movie. Uh, I've ever seen like Antichrist. Yeah. Um, kind of has that look to it. Almost that. Almost kind of that feel. Like a dingy. Yeah, just unsaturated, fucking dingy look. Yeah. Nothing that even is like a nod or a tie, at least in the trailer, to the original that I noticed. Hmm. And they like can at least show the fucking hang scene. Yeah. Or, like, flash it real quick or something to give it that fucking... Or, like, even uh, Brian said, 
He said, um, if, if they would have just fucking had, like, fucking a voice just say, like, which? He's like, that would have fucking done it for me. That would have been enough for me to be like, okay. Yeah. And, like, nothing. And the score, like, they play a little bit of it. I just... I'm not fucking feeling. I'm not feeling it. And I know like the the fucking the new even the new like uh, the type they used for the new logo has a very like I think it's like Dada style old like design style to gotcha. it that just doesn't fucking fit. Hmm. I don't think it does. I've seen a few other people fucking kind of say that too. Like this doesn't fucking fit this at all. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I like me and you were talking about it, Monty. Huge. This is like his favorite fucking movie. Yeah, he's actually. I'm not gonna say he's like excited about it, but he's like, all right, I'll give it a chance after seeing the trailer. I guess it's kind of about how you look at it, how you go into it. I I saw him like, maybe if it didn't have Suspiria tied to it, I'd say, yeah, check it out as like a new movie. Yeah, but it's just nothing. Nothing that I saw that really, like screamed out like yeah they're not reinventing the wheel here that's what i'm on and i'm almost wondering like are they are they are they doing like what they did with maniac are they going completely opposite style wise from the original because they know if they the way superior the original superior was there's no way you can remake that there's no way you can do a remake of that movie in the same style and have it not be looked at as complete shit compared to the original one so i almost wonder are they Potentially just trying to like go opposite. Yeah. Well, you never know. I mean, you just don't know. And trailers can make or break uh, an opinion about a movie. Oh, yeah. I'll have to check out the Suspiria trailer myself. Probably do that tomorrow. Um, kind of get a feel for like where they're going. But you know, as far as like the actual movie Suspiria, it's I love that movie. We all do. And I hope that. It doesn't completely just fucking bomb out, dude. Like I said, I mean, I'll I'll check it out. <clears throat> I think I'd I'd almost say I'm just out of curiosity. I'd probably check out Suspiria first over Halloween. Yeah, yeah, because Halloween, you know, you know what you're getting, right? With this, it's almost like okay, what are they doing to this? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see uh, what Jimmy posted on Instagram today? No. Yeah, he uh, he made a video. He said, "Oh, they're making a new Halloween." And he looks around and he goes, if it's not about part three, I'm not fucking interested. Later. And he just ended the video. <laughs> so basically, he's like, if they were remaking part three, he would be like, <laughs> he'd be all about it. But it's like, <laughs> not part three. So he's not all about it. Dude, how they did a Friday the 13th remake where they combined like the first like three movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. They should do like a Halloween remake where they combine the first three movies. So just out of nowhere, it all of a sudden turns into fucking Halloween three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael Myers is wearing like a fucking pumpkin mask instead of a. <laughs> just like mix like Halloween one with Halloween three. Yeah, that'd be pretty fucking outrageous, man. Fucking eat some shrooms and watch that movie. Oh yeah, that'd be fucking crazy. But um. Yeah. Um, okay, so now that we're done there, <clears throat> have you been watching anything? Yeah, me uh, recently had um, a, they call it a birthday. So I watched Happy Birthday to Me and Bloody Birthday with Morgan. And 
we watched Better Off Dead. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. It's got John Cusack in it. It's got Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. It's like an 80s comedy. Dude, I know the name. I'm trying to picture the movie. Yeah, it's fucking it's awesome, man. Watch that. Um, Psycho 3. Uh, Halloween 4. Because there was all this hype about the new trailer coming out this week. So I wish I could get into 4 and 5. I, uh, I watched part 4. Yeah, four and five. I want to like them so bad. They are their own entity in that franchise. Five, we it's it's we we've talked about it, and it's my least favorite. Cookie Woman. Cookie Woman. <laughs> that just the uh, and then you know she doesn't talk and it's kind of tough to sit through but there's like a certain amount of nostalgia with the the four and five they always used to play them around halloween time Mm -hmm. on like usa or whatever and uh so i watched part four and then uh the original puppet master oh shit first one that has been a while yeah because i got all the sequels and everything and i just decided the other day to throw in the first one and just fucking sit and watch it and uh i fucking love that movie it's great yeah the first one's awesome yeah i like i i like uh i believe it's part three two uh what's his face is revenge oh okay yeah 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 i like that one too i think that one had the six shooter guy and uh i can't remember what was the edit there was two was it uh Six Shooter, Leech Woman was one of the originals, wasn't she? Yeah, she was one of the originals. She was in the first one. Oh, what the fuck was the other edition? The Six Shooter guy, and wasn't it, uh, well, no. It wasn't, uh. Because the original ones were like Blade, Torch, Leech Woman. Face. Oh, yeah, like the multi-face guy. Multi-face, yeah. And the, uh, the strong. Oh, Pinhead, yeah, Pinhead. Yeah. Um, this one had the six shooter and wasn't there, uh, are you sure Torch was the original, was original? I thought he was. It's, with dude, the Nazi helmet, with the spike gum. Do you know how long ago it's been since, no. how long it's been since we even watched the Puppet oh, Master movie? Yeah. Toulon's Revenge. All right. Toulon. I think that was his name. Uh, he was the, I believe the six shooter, but didn't they have a, a puppet that had six arms or was that was the six shooter? Six shooter. Yeah. I can't, uh, I can't remember the other edition, but uh, I watched the original, but I really like the third one. And I think part six is another one that I like a lot. One of the later ones. When they start becoming good guys, the puppets. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? When they kind of like twist it on you and they, they're actually good guys instead of just fucking terrorizing people. I kind of want to go back. Like I'm, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of the full moon movies, but Puppet Masters, I that's it. Still fuck with. That's that's all I can really do with Full Moon is the Puppet Master. Oh, movies. you got to watch fucking Castle Freak. Castle Freak, and never you definitely seen it. need to watch Castle Freak. Okay. And there's like a few other ones, like uh, fuck, what else? I'm having a hard time thinking of a lot of them. But there's a, there's a few others that Full Moon's done that actually were pretty decent. Okay. But just overall, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. It's like kind of 
mundane a little bit but uh and then the last uh movie that i watched recently was gates of hell or city of the living dead threw that on the other day dude me and you both always put that on i watched that movie more than most movies i own i love that movie so much the only thing that i hate is that my vhs tape has previews and it's like you got to sit through 15 minutes of previews before the actual movie starts and i'm just too lazy to fast forward because i don't have a remote to my vcr so it's like <clears throat> i gotta sit through fucking just before dawn funeral home uh fucking hot wire all the fucking paragon all the paragons yeah movies that are coming out yeah yep. yep. um but that's all i've been really watching uh lately Dude, I know. Okay. We were talking about this earlier, and I, th- I kind of thought it would be a good thing for her to bring up. I told you about how I wore my uh, Ass of Witch Mutilation Mansion shirt to work. Yeah. Fucking boss is like, Mutilation Mansion? Is that really a shirt you need to be wearing here? And I had to go into, like, uh, it's about a fucking haunted house. And how, like, the, when we saw him last time, uh, they actually brought up, like, the Warren JCs. Yeah. And we didn't go to the Warren one because that was like that's a fucking like drive for us. Right. But we went to the fucking like the Taylor one. Yes. The fucking hooked up trailers. And yeah, shit. they were they were semi trailers and there was like yeah. four of them hooked up connected together, and they just spray painted like ghosts on the outside of them and yeah. shit. They were so cheesy. It's in a fucking like strip mall parking. Yeah, lot. it was in like a Kmart parking lot, dude. There was a Kmart and a Michaels like fabrics and uh, you know arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. Uh, store there and uh, we went every year I mean that that was what we did JC's also had um, and I can't remember what city it was in was the Haunted Hayride and they always had free cider and donuts yeah and that was in like I want to say Garden City or Westland or something like that and they always did the Haunted Hayride but uh, I thought that was super cool that Tim brought that up because I yeah, it's, JC's was like my, that's my childhood. Yeah, man. it was fucking everything. Like, oh, it's around this area. Like JC's were everywhere. Yeah, like almost every Halloween, a city around you had a fucking JC's haunted something. So yeah, yeah, and it was different in every city, you know. <laughs> yeah, they did a different thing, but we had a semi semi trailers hooked together <laughs> in a half circle. Yep. <laughs> basically basically it was like a u-shape it was a horseshoe <laughs> <laughs> i think they might have put another one in there made it like kind of like an s yeah yeah maybe yeah it's weird they just make some fucking shapes up man yeah and i just remember how pumped you would get when you fucking walked down that wood you first walk in when you first walk in and it squeaks and the person's like they're like taking your money and dude, i remember you, yeah dude that was say fucking uh guy came out with a chainsaw and chased this dude out the trailer yeah and just he missed the ramp and just face planted dude i was like i was like eight years old nine years old and i'm waiting in line to get in and the, the whole thing was at the end leatherface would chase you out of the semi trailer with a chainsaw and there was a ramp it was a wooden ramp that went down on an incline so that you could walk down and this kid came barreling out and just bit it. I mean, face first, just smacked the fucking ramp, dude. <laughs> I just remember Leatherface stopped, 
but the chainsaw was still going and the kid got up and I know he was in pain. His knees were probably skinned up. His face was banged up and he ran all the way across the fucking parking lot of Kmart, dude, <laughs> all the way, like ditched his friends or his family or whoever he was there with. He was scared shitless. And I just remember that was one of my fondest memories. I'm like, what am I getting into here? He fucking, you know, the next day he's like picking like splinters out of his fucking cheeks. <laughs> dude. I mean, you heard it. It was like smack <laughs> dude it was pretty rough but uh yeah those were uh those were pretty cool dude, dude i, I remember, wish they still did that i remember going to one uh it was like a school thing like we were in i remember it was, i was with everybody from my like middle school i think they like it was like a i don't know it was like a fucking after school after dark like field trip i don't know what the fuck it was but we all went to everybody in our class went to some haunted houses mm-hmm. and we go in the one, and it was like they kind of led you in. You went straight, and then it was like a right turn, and then it went around a corner that came back left. And as soon as you walk in, you fucking you saw a light coming off the one wall, and you just hear a fucking chainsaw light up. Whoa! And you see the silhouette of this guy like coming down the hallway. So you're like, you stop because you're like, what the fuck? Well, <laughs> fucking barrels around the corner real quick. No chain on the chainsaw, but it's sort of like a real chainsaw running. Yeah. And just stormed at this girl. And she just like dropped into the corner into like the fetal position. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> it's like going at her face with like the chainsaw. She like fucking freaks out, starts crying. He finally had to stop and like kind of push her to start getting her to go with like through the rest of it. Oh yeah, that's awkward, dude. She, yeah, she fucking. Uh, here's one for you. Uh, our listeners probably won't know this, but uh, do you remember Taylor Center? Yes, that high school. Yeah, yeah, had haunted. When it closed down, it wasn't a school anymore. They did a haunted shit there? Yeah. I remember I went there once. Really? Yeah, all the classrooms. You go through the hallways in the classrooms. That's a fucking genius idea. It was all volunteer. And it was all teenage kids. And there was one room you walked in. And I swear, I swear on everything that's holy in this world, <laughs> it was all neon lights. And everyone had fucking mohawks. And they were playing punk music. And people were passed out. <laughs> Like in the corners of the room and shit. It was like a punk house. Just the one classroom, dude. It was like, okay, who here listens to punk and metal? Suit up. This is our classroom. And there was a boom box, like one of those old boom boxes with like fucking metal or punk music playing, dude. And fucking there was people like passed out in the fucking corner and shit. And that one dude had a mohawk and he was just kind of chilling in the corner, bobbing his head. Dude, and that, that was pretty cool. And it was all volunteer, man. And you didn't have to pay to get in. So, That's killer. Yeah. They Dude, did that for a couple of years after TC closed down. So You remember the one that uh, they did at the community center in Taylor? Was it Scream Machine? The Scream Machine. Dude, I went through there once. I only went to it once. Because, no, I went to it once at there because before it was there, it was set up basically like the trailer-based type shit by Gibraltar Trade Center. The Scream Machine was? I think so, yeah. I thought it was where Handy Andy used to be. I think think they might have did it multiple places okay do you remember handy andy yeah yeah i remember okay. handy andy yeah they took that whole warehouse and turned it into a haunted warehouse and i thought that was called the screen machine but they might have moved no it. i think it was for like maybe like a year or so but <clears throat> then they tore down handy andy too but i think it was also somewhere by uh gibraltar trade center okay at one point well then they did it at the community center i went to it one year the fucking the designs and shit of stuff was fucking cool. They had some fucking pretty legit rooms, but I remember leaving and like dudes were like trying to scare you. And I walk out the exit door and I had like my studded jacket on, and like the dude fucking like who 
scared me last who was like following me out basically just followed me outside to be like hey man really like your jacket oh sweet <laughs> like, like, all right yeah they're all you're like the same age with those guys and shit <laughs> probably you know what i mean they probably were like oh this dude's pretty cool you know i don't know i'd be kind of surprised if like there was a uh, other punks in taylor that i didn't know about yeah probably uh fucking I, I really wish I would have known you back then and we would have went to the Taylor Center fucking haunted house because that was pretty cool. That would I didn't even know they fucking did that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I bet you you could Google it and it would probably come up because they did it for a couple years because they kept it open for a few years for the pool. Yeah, the pool was there. They started doing, I think, some like culinary shit too. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing stuff for a while. Now, now the only thing there is the fucking sign. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's all it's done. Which at one point was crossed out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> someone went through a spray paint and just crossed it out. Yeah, then went back and like removed it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, fond memories. About um, to only have one high school in Taylor. Really? Kennedy's oh, Kennedy's closing. Kennedy's done. They're yeah. all going in the Truman. Yeah, that's crazy. And <laughs> Titan. Is Titan still going? Titan's still going. Is Titan still the bad kid school? Yeah, it's still the bad kid school. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, all right, let's jump into it, man. Basically. Uh, we are going to be talking about 1983's The Deadly Spawn. Yes, yes. And this movie fucking rules, man. This movie is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's good. And did you know that the budget was $25,000? Yeah, he had, there was, like, no fucking budget. This movie is seriously, like, if you ever wanted to make a movie, but you've had no experience... I'm going to say really no experience because, I mean, the director had, like, some knowledge, I guess. He was, like, a a high school teacher in the 70s, but then he went on to be, like, an actor on stages, and then he did, like, stage uh, uh, set design. But really, no real experience, and nobody in the the crew had experience. So if you had, like, no experience and you want to make a fucking movie and you can't get that much cash together, this is a fucking inspiration in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, because the, in the overall feel of this movie, twenty five, dude, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, the monsters or the aliens looked pretty fucking cool, dude. That I might as well just jump in him. John Dodds did the effects work. Okay, he's the one who created all the fucking uh, all the deadly spawn. Yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> he went on to do. Well, before this, he did uh, Night Beast. Then after, he did uh, Spookies. He did some shit in uh, Poltergeist 3. He did some shit in Black Roses. Okay. He did uh, did a few things in Ghostbusters 2. And then, uh, do you remember the show Monsters? Yeah. He did stuff on that. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I think now he's like... I don't know if he still does it, but he did it for like fucking 10 or so years. Like the the stage rendition of Disney's Beauty and the Beast. He handled all the effects work for like the Beast and shit. Oh, cool. Okay. So, well, I mean, yeah, he's done some fucking shit. Yeah, no shit. Um, where, where's the connection with uh, 2000 Maniacs or 2001 Maniacs? And uh, who the guy that uh, made the prop for the... Uh, the severed head of the kid's mom. Yeah. Gave it to Gene Simmons, which we'll get into. Yeah, that, that was who the fuck gave that to him. It was um. And then after I know what that, you're talking about. yeah, yeah, he uh, he went on to do like 2001 Maniacs and 
another one. Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly who it is that uh, gave it to him, and the fuck, I will, I'll figure it out right now. Um, oh, Sullivan, Sullivan. Okay, uh, I was giving it to him by Tim Sullivan, who also did. He was a PA on the film, then he went on to produce Detroit Rock City. And yeah, there he you wrote, go. He was the writer and director for 2001 Maniacs in, in 05. And, uh, yeah, that was the 05 2001 Maniacs. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so, yeah, he yeah he gave the, the severed head prop to Gene Simmons when he interviewed Gene Simmons for Fangoria. Okay, yeah, yeah, and 1983's issue, like yeah. one of the issues, yeah. I was just curious because that just stuck out of my head. Like Detroit Rack City was the other one I was trying to think of. Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, that's cool. Um the the guy back to the dude that made the deadly spawns though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also did what was it? That which one? He did a bunch. Um Night Beast. Yeah, Night Beast. Which is one he did before this. That came out I think the year before. Night Beast. Maybe two years before. Have I seen Night Beast? I don't. The I'm thinking of the Beast Within. Okay, yeah, I, you might not have seen Night Beast. I have no. it upstairs. Oh, do you? Yeah, I'll have to borrow that then. It's pretty good, like low budget. Okay, and it came out before Deadly Spawn. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, and then you did like Spookies, Poltergeist. He did some shit in Poltergeist Three, some stuff in Black Roses, Ghostbusters Two, and then uh, some shit through uh, on the show Monsters. That's cool, yeah, because I'm kind of curious as to what he did with uh, Poltergeist 3 because a lot of people shit on that movie. They say the first two are better, but the third one had like this weird aesthetic to it, and the special effects were really good. It's just the acting was bad. Third one was uh, as Tom Skerritt, right? Yeah, Tom Skerritt and, and uh, Nancy Skyrise. Allen. Yeah, yeah, from uh, RoboCop. Yeah, and uh, Carrie. The Skyrise apartments and shit, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the, right before Carol Ann in real life passed away. It was her last movie, mm-hmm. and I believe uh, what's his face passed away also. The um, what do you call it? The, the Thin Man. Yeah, Thin Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the one. Um, this has a scene where he's ripping his no that that the the scene where he's ripping his face off in the sink is the first one, but this has the scene where I think that might be the second one. Is that the second one? I think that's the second one. The okay. other side. But this one has the scene where <clears throat> it's like towards the end, him and her walking down the hallway and it has the mirror on the wall. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the the maze of mirrors. Yeah. And fucking like he like rips off like a chunk of her face or something in the mirror in the reflection. Yeah, yeah. And they're just walking normal. That fucking scene as a kid stuck out with me. Like, I think I've only ever really watched this movie a couple times since being a kid, but that scene has stuck with me since I was a kid the first time I've seen it, before I even knew what the fuck this movie was. Yeah. Before I knew what movie I was watching. Because as a kid, you had, like, fucking, like, if you had, like, HBO and stuff, you just... There was no, like, guy channel, really. No, no, it's just whatever was on was on. And Yeah, and a lot of the times, like, you fucking flip to the channel, and you don't know what the fuck you're watching if it's a movie, because... Okay, you didn't catch it from the beginning. Unless you went like to the actual guide channel that just scrolled through. Yeah, and you had to wait for the cycle to yeah. go through. So I think I ended up watching this movie without realizing what it was, but that fucking scene was a little kid fucking stuck out to me. Yeah, and the uh, when when they keep seeing her in the mirrors running. Yeah. But it's but it's just a mirage. That used to fucking freak me out, man. Yeah. It's like yeah, every different person would come in like oh carol ann and the whole funny thing about the movie is how many times they say the the name carol ann 
they say it like over fucking 200 times. It's a drinking game right there. It is. It is. There's like a whole like <laughs> urban legend about what you can do with this, you know, drinking game and shit or whatever. But yeah, every time they seen her reflection, dude, they were like going to chase after her and they would like go into the fucking realm and shit, you know, or weird shit would happen. But that's cool that he did that. I think Poltergeist 3 was the first one of the three that I seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one I remember the most from when I was a kid. Two and three. It wasn't until I got older I seen the original one. For sure. Yeah, but back on to uh, the Deadly Spawn. Yeah, um, I mean, really, he, he did fucking killer work. Yeah, um, for sure. He, he he built this in, I think it was his basement, and they never thought of uh, having to bring it out of his basement. They ended up having to fucking cut the heads off of them. I see. And then take them and then reassemble it. Gotcha. Raw. <laughs> but dude, the, the effects worker is great. Dude, the, the deadly spawn look amazing. Yeah, they look they look cool. They like it's not like they they look good. The fucking the mobility of them, the way they fucking have them works. All this is you can obviously tell it's just big fucking like puppets for the most part, just molded puppets. Yeah, but they look. They don't look cheesy though. No, not at all. They look pissed. They look fucking. It, they did a fucking great a job on it. Yeah, they did for the for the budget. Holy fuck! And jump into this real quick. Have you seen James's mask? The deadly spawn one that he did. I think I might have seen that. I think I might have. For anybody listening, check out uh, Midnight Drive on Instagram. Yep. It's our buddy James. He also does. Uh, he also hosts uh, 40 Ounces of Horror. Yeah. Makes fucking killer masks. And yeah. He just fucking knocked out a uh, Deadly Spawn mask. Yeah. And just to let everyone know, Midnight Drive or James, um, he does killer work. I did see the Deadly Spawn one, but I just want to let every, let everybody know that he made me a custom Cropsy mask. I forgot about that. And it's fucking just bar none. It's killer, dude. And then I got two other masks from him, half masks, that are just great, man. He does really good work. Yeah, anybody who wants to really see the work, fucking um, this, this August, he's going to be at Mass Fest, which is part of Horror Hound. He's going to be set up there. Yeah. Come see his work. Yeah. Come party with us because we we are going to be doing a split episode with Forty Ounces of Horror. Yep. At Horror Hound. Yeah. So if you can't make it, check out the episode afterwards because yeah. uh, James will be on there and we're probably going to pick his brain a little bit about you know his masks and stuff like that. Oh yeah, definitely check out Midnight Drive Instagram. He uh, he's constantly posting uh, new sculpts he's doing. Mm-hmm. Shit that he hasn't actually pulled anything on yet. Yeah, he's, he's constantly, he's, he, he puts in hours, man, yeah. hours and hours. Oh, yeah. It's killer. And I like he does the, uh, like with the Deadly Spawn, he has that whole uh, Neon Nightmare thing he does. Mm-hmm. The Deadly Spawn, he did like an OG-looking Deadly Spawn mask, then he did the Neon Nightmare variant. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It's fucking legit. Hell yeah. But yeah, dude, uh, back to it. This fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like there's nothing uh, not really a lot bad I can even say about this movie. No, no, it's got a good flow too. Like it, you know, grabs you right away. Yeah, you know the whole like the basement thing and you know fucking camping right off the bat. Yeah, the camping and yeah, yeah. So like right from the beginning, but like they may not have had experience. They may not have had like ever like really like worked in the industry, but they understood 
how to do certain shots. Whoever did the fucking like set up the shots for these things knew what they were doing. Right. It's it, it just it has a good flow. It it feels fucking professional. It does. It does. It's just that it looks like a low budget film. Like yeah. as far as the way it's shot. Yeah. Kinda. But like the dialogue and shit isn't like super corny or anything. It's like you no, know what I mean? No, it's, it's like it's parts good. like the fucking uh the aunt when yeah. uh, she when she first goes in the bedroom and he's like does like the the flashbang and he's wearing this the mask yeah and she's like oh nice uh so and so under there if so are you gonna come down to breakfast yeah, yeah. That, that whole delivery that's pretty bad but yeah I mean honestly it's not I've seen worse and like fuck if you watch like Ginger Dead Man. Or fucking like, or like evil bong or some shit like iced. that. Iced, iced, yeah. They, they keep it around the same time frame. Iced, iced, yeah. <laughs> the ski slope slasher movie that just lulled Jared and I to sleep. I wanted that movie to be so good. I, I did too. I as a collector, I still want the tape. Yeah, you gotta have the movie tape. wise. Not a good fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, it was fi- this movie was filmed mostly in New Jersey. Yeah, I forgot who's like they used uh, somebody's house for ma- most of it. I can't remember whose fucking house it was. Yeah, it was in uh, someone's basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the house and the basement shots. Um, I can't remember either, but um, it's on Wikipedia or IMDb, one of the two. But uh, yeah, it was mostly filmed in New Jersey. Um, as far as liner notes, that's all that's really you know posted about this movie. There's really not a whole lot. It's just the movie is what it is, dude. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot. Like, I mean, the only, the only note that I had written about this, like note wise, before we actually just kind of get into like scenes and shit. Yeah. There's like a, I guess it's not it's it's not an official sequel, but there's a movie that's looked at as a sequel. Mm-hmm. Came out in '90. It's called Metamorphosis, the Alien Factor. Okay. And over in Asia, it's looked at as uh, the Deadly Spawn Part 2, the Metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. But that movie had like such a high budget, like really high fucking budget. Was, I think it was like in the millions, that the people involved in that movie wanted to do everything they could to suck and separate it from being associated with <laughs> Deadly Spawn. Oh, gotcha. Which is kind of funny because when the Deadly Spawn came out, trying to like capitalize on the fact that they heard there was going to be an Alien sequel, they changed the name from Deadly Spawn to Return of the Aliens, The Deadly Spawn. Oh, gotcha. Which is a total fucking PR stunt to try to fucking like get people in, which mm-hmm. you don't really see. I mean, I'm sure you it happens in some fucking areas, but you don't really see that happen much anymore. Right. Like the the like alternate titles were the same fucking movies called five different things but yeah scene wise in this movie man like like you said it starts off with a bang like it's it kind of catches you right off bat with the whole meteor thing and the two dudes camping yeah slaughter in the tent and then uh like well who's just what they be the, the grandparents that wake up in the morning i think it's so. it's like the grandparents and the aunt and the uncle yeah or something like that fucking he, he wakes up, goes down to the fucking basement. Yeah. And just gets annihilated right off rip. Yeah, which is cool because it's like, 
here we go. You yeah. Know what I mean, like you, you pretty much see what you're in for. Like they, and they do a good job of, they don't really show much and they show a lot with the fucking, like he gets like, he falls back and then he gets dragged in. Then they show a lot with the shadows. It's like, all right, all right. Yeah. And then grandma wakes up basically wearing nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't know anybody's grandma. I hope, I don't know. <laughs> that goes to sleep wearing like straight up see-through fucking lace. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was interesting for sure. Um, but, yeah, the uh, one of my favorites is the breakfast table. <laughs> Dude, you in this fucking scene. Okay. Which I get it, though. I get it. I'm sure she can hear me. <laughs> but we had to rewind the fucking scene because I lost it. <laughs> I absolutely lost it. Basically, the kid comes down for breakfast. His brother throws him a box of Raisin Bran. He catches it all sweet. He pours his Raisin Bran, and his dad's like, so, I heard you got a pretty wild costume up there. And he's like, yeah. He's like, what is it? And he's like, it's a leper. And he goes, a what? And he's like, a leper. A what? <laughs> and, and he goes back, and he like, he like, I don't know if he laughs or he's just coughing, choking. coughing or something or choking, but <laughs> man, I lost it. I fucking lost it, dude. Uh, that was pretty good. And then, uh, dude, I get it. Cause that scene is actually fucking weird. It's just it, awkward. How it lays out. It's, it's weird. It's just like, what's then, they almost, they, then they carry on like, as if nothing, like they're just ignoring dad at this point. Let's or the psychiatrist. Who the fuck is that guy? Is, it, is he like the the uncle? Is he an uncle psychiatrist? They never explain. Because he's also doing the fucking the, the session with him. Yeah, I know. I know. He's like, you know, does it make you sad that these monsters aren't real? Yeah. And should asking him all these weird he questions. Like, he's like the therapist who's like banging the kid's mom. So he's like, well, I'll throw in some fucking therapy sessions. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she like was like, hey, me and you would be a perfect fit because my kid is obsessed with horror movies and I want to make sure he's not a fucking serial killer. So maybe you can grill him a little bit. I don't know. But uh, he just kind of hanging out in his robe, just kind of doing his thing. So, Dude, that fucking scene, though, where like he's like giving him like the therapy session, he's like, no, if, and if I were to come by later, would you be able to dress up in one of your costumes and scare me? Yeah. Like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? Like, I know. I know. <laughs> he's, he's like, like oh, no, it's, that's stupid. That's stupid. How can you scare me if I know what's coming? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like... Uh, it was weird. Yeah. It's fucking... <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? But that dude dies a pretty cool death, though. Yeah, they don't really show exactly how he dies, but they show the aftermath of it. The aftermath. He's Fucking, got, the, yeah, okay, the three kids. They're college students, wherever the fuck they are. Yeah. Find the slug thing. Mm-hmm. They're talking about it, and then as they go in, because they don't know what the fuck it is, you know, it seems logical to be like, oh, fuck, what the, maybe this came from somewhere else. Like, what the fuck is this? Just as talking. You get that one asshole. Whoa. Did you see it come off a flying saucer? Then it's not from outer space. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, dude, that dick. you don't got to be a dick about it. It's like, well, what's your hypothesis? <laughs> it's like, I'm going to fail this test. I know yeah. it. <laughs> so, like, they come into the room after, like, oh, 
we're, we're skipping so much too into this scene already. Yeah, talking about, talking about dad's death, we're skipping grandmas. Yeah, oh, <laughs> all dude. the grandmas. That was fucking rich. <laughs> That's great. Oh my god, yeah. it was like tea time. Slugs everywhere, fucking on grandma's cheek, fucking coming out of the couch, and it's looking like it's like dudes with hands. With like, did you ever did you notice that? Oh yeah, for sure. They just had their hands on the ground with the slugs coming off, and they're just shaking a little bit. Yeah, golden, love it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they pop in and fucking open the office door where therapist uncle is, and his eyes are eating out, and there's fucking deadly spawn slugs fucking swimming around there in his head. He just got fucking beads of blood coming down, looking like the mask from Halloween too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool how they put that together and then um yeah and then um dude the, the kid who's cool as a cucumber yeah the kid that finds like all the deadly spawns in the basement who's the kid who's all about like monster movies and shit yeah and he's like wearing a cape and shit you he, know? yeah he goes down in the basement to scare like this electrician who's coming over which all right this dude you don't know you never met you let's go scare him yeah. <laughs> so he goes down there in a mask with his cape with a flashlight and discovers there's like blood everywhere. Yeah. And he's still like calm as shit, just looking around. Puts his flashlight on like the 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 mother deadly spawn. Still not freaking out, just just staring at him. Yeah. Then he starts like trying to piece stuff together. When he determines like they go by sound because he snaps her finger, he snaps his finger, and the mom like comes at basically at him. He's still cool as a cucumber, just staring at him <laughs> like, dude. I know what. <laughs> I know. I'd be fucking out of there, dude. But yeah, he uh, he's just a chill kid, just all the way around in the whole movie. Yeah, the kid's like the 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 most stable character in the film. Yeah, yeah, he's none of it bothers him at all. Even um, gets attacked. At the end, he's trying to kill, like, the main one and fucking gets attacked by another one. And he fucking stabs the shit out of it with a fucking uh, screwdriver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah. The only the only scene I'll say that kind of drags on a little bit for this, which I guess, I mean, it makes sense a little bit, I guess, is at the end, they blow he blows him up. He blows up the, the main one in the attic. And... Like the other two or three people who survived with him up there. And then it goes to outside the house, and like all of a sudden, the whole fucking city's there trying to hunt these things down. Yeah. Which, I'm like, how how do you guys get there so quick? Yeah. <laughs> shoot, shoot a fucking flare? It's like in 1983. <laughs> I know, I know. But they're all there, and people it's, all over it's the showing place. like the, yeah, they're showing people running around killing things. They're showing the fucking ambulance, and this scene takes fucking four ever yeah it, it does. fucking drags which is not a, it's not even like it's a boring scene but it's just we get it yeah you don't need to show everything you're fucking showing we understand it yeah which goes into the end which i dig you mean too i really like the end scene like uh what is he's really like a, a cop or something on his walkie-talkie like on look, a cb look, yeah like looking out for other ones and like the ground starts shaking and they go to an, they go to a shot that they showed before where it's like the outside of the house and they're using they're basically just using a model with like a background that's painted. Yeah. <laughs> and the ground's shaking, and then all of a sudden, the fucking like, they go to that shot with the model house with the painted sky, and the fucking mountain in the background comes up, and it's a fucking deadly spawn. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Awesome shot. Only issue I have with that is that means that fucking thing was chilling as a mountain forever. <laughs> 
So it was, it's been lying dormant forever. Unless I missed something, I don't know. Uh, no. That's how I took it. Yeah. And, and it just decided to unearth itself right then and there. Yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, I got the Synapse DVD that came out fucking however long ago. Yeah. Because I know now they're, I think they already did a Blu-ray of it. But, it was uh, 2004, wasn't it? The DVD or the Blu-ray? The DVD. DVD, yeah. Blu-ray was around 2004. Yes, DVD, I think. Yeah, so one of the extras on that is like a prequel comic. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah if I remember cool. how, exactly how it went, like um, something to do with somehow they, like this alien planet unleashed the deadly spawn and it starts fucking killing everybody. And they, I think, blow them up or blow their planet up. I can't remember it exactly. It's been fucking forever since I've seen it. But they blew it up, and it's obviously just flying through space at this point. And it just happened to be like basically like half stance that it fucking hits Earth. Oh, yeah. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we uh, definitely recommend this movie. Dude, this movie's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's fucking it's killer, dude. Yeah. Didn't even touch on this, the the score on this movie. Yeah, that's good, too. I, I didn't think of that. It's like a weird mix of, like, organs and, like... Um, Old school sci-fi sound effects. Yeah, the sci-fi fucking uh, theremin. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking of. It's like a mix with... Yeah, it's like organs and theremin. The only scene I remember that I felt needed something that didn't have anything was the scene where all the old ladies are getting eaten. Because there's, like, nothing playing. No. It's just that. It's And it's almost like... Is that... Was that intentional? Yeah. Because <laughs> it seems like there should be like at least something. Yeah, because it's complete mayhem. Yeah, there's just not, there's just, yeah the old ladies being eaten, fucking slugs on walls behind paintings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I give this movie a fucking ten out of ten, man. I love it. Uh, glad I watched it. And uh, yeah, this yeah. movie's fucking cult following. Uh, a lot of people VHS wise it's like a sought after VHS yeah and there's enough gore in it for gore hounds and yeah you know what I mean there's enough blood and guts and shit in here for you know gore hounds and the best fucking death that's it I, I didn't I wanted to touch on that fucking death where the girl um, so the girl's trapped in like the the bedroom oh yeah and the fucking deadly spawn busts through the door she's screaming all of a sudden it's like grips onto her head and this this takes place in like a span of three seconds yeah grips onto her head rips starts shaking and rips her head and the next thing you know it flashes to a scene of her body just flying out the window without a head yeah like Like it flung like you know but they already showed the scene where it straight decapitated her yeah it's almost like it's like grew a leg and kicked her out the window. Like drop kicked her like fucking Randy Savage. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was the coolest kill. The fucking that to me, that, that's my favorite fucking kill of this movie for sure. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, the deadly spawn. Um, anything else you want to add, dude? No, recommended. Watch it. Yeah, enjoy this fucking crushing track from Fister. It's on their uh, latest album called No Spirit Within. Yeah, uh, American LPs, I think, are basically sold out. Yeah. I think Kenny posted that he's got like a handful of them. I still haven't got one. No. We'll get them, though. But, yeah. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, check us out on uh, 
Instagram, we are burnoffers underscore podcasts. Uh, check us out at our website, burnofferingspodcast.com. You can email us <laughs> at contact at burntofferings.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at underscore burnt offerings. And then on Facebook, we are Burnt Offerings Horror Podcast. See you guys later. See ya.